one what is good people yo generation genius we back at it hopefully i'm not too loud this is a new mic but i think i'm good got my boy clutch on the show what's good bro yo how are you this is a podcast for this is a podcast for creatives it's a podcast for comedy this is just you know this is a creative home you know slowly building my own disney world one day at a time but the reason i started this podcast during the pandemic was really for the same thing, man. I love having conversations with people. I love connecting with people. And yeah, man. So I got some segments that I'm going to do. I got some segments that I just started doing. You're actually the first guest on the show, by the way. Um, so that's lit, bro. That's sick. But um, before we get into segments, I would like for you to talk a little bit about you as a as a resident Jerseyan. Give me your give me a little bit of your upbringing. And then, yeah, bro, I'm just listening now. A little bit of my, like you want the story? Yeah, man, give me the story, bro. Give me the give me the creative journey. Like, I want to know when you picked up your first your first NPC. For sure. <laughs> um, did you say NPC? Yeah, bro. Nah. <laughs> um, first guitar. First guitar. Yeah. Well, so my dad played guitar around the house, but like he didn't know a single lick of music theory, so like I didn't get any of that from him, and like he would just play what he wanted to, um, and then. Uh, I don't know, elementary school, I did choir and whatnot and did the band ensemble and stuff. Keep going, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just closing this door. No, you're chill. Go ahead. Um, So, yeah, I did, like, choir and band throughout elementary school and high school. And then I I picked up trombone or something in fourth grade. And by fifth and sixth grade in my elementary school, you could play drums and be a cool kid. So that's what I did. And, uh... I did like marching band and all that. And I kind of fell in love with percussion and the rhythm aspect of music and just did drums throughout all of high school. I love doing marching band and stuff. I did snare, the big bass drum. I did quintoms or tenor drums, whatever you want to call them. Uh, So that was sick. And then uh, middle school, I started a little duo and I was the drummer for that. It's called Sunburnt Lung. and then right after that, I was like, you know what? I want to start making my own songs. And I can't really, like, sing to just the drum beat. I mean, I'm sure I could find a way. And maybe that's, like, a, a challenge I got to give myself down the road. <laughs> but I feel like melody is really important in chords. So I was like, either piano or guitar. Guitar is what I had. So uh, I picked up a guitar and kind of never looked back. And it's always been a journaling type of experience for me, writing. And, like... Music is the vessel to get my diary out of my head, my emotions, my expression, ex- you know, stuff like that. Um, and then I landed here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I guess I have to say, bro, about that. That journey is awesome. Usually, like, it's pretty straightforward, your journey, too. I think usually people um, I've learned always find creativity in music early without knowing it yeah like i don't think anybody starts at like 25 but people you know like have like the bug yeah you just caught the bug you caught the bug super early um someone realized i don't know if you relate to this something i realized about being a creative human being is that like you're pretty much born and creative like i don't think anybody just like picks up something i think there's like there's steps there's like a step it's like your first song you hear or like how you bob your head or how you pick up drumsticks. I don't think any, I think people can argue this if they want to, but you're definitely born. You're definitely born a creative. Like, I, I you're think definitely so. Born with it. 
I think I think everyone's got like uh a capacity for it. Mm-hmm. And like I like you said, I feel like some people find it earlier and I think that some people have a greater capacity for it and they're built for that type of life. Um mm-hmm. and I think that something I try to stress to people is that like if you're an artist in one facet, you're an artist in all. Like if you're a true artist, because I, I see the world like I'll go outside and I'll see like a leaf on the ground. I'll be like, nah, that's like that composition right there is perfect. And then I'll go listen mm-hmm. to a song. I'll be like, bro, the suspension that they had in that and then the drop. And then I'll go and like, you know, I'll see, see you dance and I'll be like, yo, I can just tell that he's good at it. Like, I don't even have, yeah, to, you know, man. it's just like you, it's something that is innate in an artist to like have art everywhere. Absolutely. I was watching a movie last night. I didn't know what to watch. Peacock's eye. Like, Peacock's like five bucks a month, but that's not a you know that. And I was watching this movie last night. I forgot what it's called. Jennifer Lopez is in it and George Clooney's in it. And I'm, just, I'm getting somewhere with this. Like, I was watching it. And it was a pretty underrated movie. Like, the shots. I was watching the shots the whole time. Like, how things were shot. How, or what, what was it called? It's called it's Gone in 60. It might be called Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think it might be called that. I don't know. But, um, it's George Clooney. He's like, he escapes from prison. It's crazy. But, um, I said that to say, like, the shots of that movie were done really well. And I'm like, bro, like, I do the same thing. I'm like, ooh, I like the way this is shot. I like the way that this is done. Like, this is art. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, and, like, I'm struggling lately. Or maybe not struggling lately. But I'm really, like, with music, with making music or just, like, listening to music, dude. I've been, like, obsessed with, like, lo-fi, stripped-down things. Which brings me back to your drum thing. Because with the drums... I've learned, this might be some sauce, but with the drums, I've learned, if you sing the song with the drums and the synth, if you take away the synth, you technically could sing with the drums. Like, if you have a loop going, you just take away, like, whatever plugin you use, just take away, then you're, like, singing on drums. I just, I don't know, man. I'm really obsessed with that. Like, your music, I like a lot because I like, it's just, you can, you can make a whole album with just your guitar and it'd be fire. Yeah. Like, I'm, I I like that. I think sometimes, especially with, like, hip-hop, creating hip-hop music i find that lately i've been craving more instruments than drums and i think that like frank ocean's blonde was ahead of its time yeah because everything during that year was really really loud and like hip-hop was like blah 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 and he just gave us this stripped down he just gave us this stripped down like a song like chanel which wasn't on the album but like a song like chanel or um yeah like a song like pink pink and white like it's just stripped down it's simple yeah. i'm just gonna play on the piano and he's like oh and i think that's beautiful he tapped man. into like, that sensitive side a little bit that nobody else was yeah. really doing no or like that super like that lo-fi yeah. that lo-fi vibe. but it's not really lo-fi i think it's really just it's just stripped down dude it's just stripped down to its most perfect thing same thing there's this other guy's name is dijon i don't know if you know who yeah. he is Dijon's music, his album too, is another thing. That same thing, like really, really stripped down. These drums aren't too loud. I'm a rap and sing some R&B over it, and just like paying attention to the words. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is lost. This is how people set out concerts too. Is like you can make a lot of loud music, but like if it's not connecting, you know, well, yeah, it's not connecting. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of hype music. I've never been one to like really understand how to make hype music because I'm like. I'm so introspective with myself and like my creativity. So everything really becomes like a listen to this while you're alone type music. It feels like, um, so like I haven't, I haven't really hit that hype 
type of thing because that's not where I connect. I don't do hype things, you know. I um so like there's an art in that, but it feels like when it's the hype stuff, it's really not about the lyricism or like connecting in a in an emotional way, a different emotion, I guess. But it's like yeah. um it's about the music and like the energy instead of uh, you know what I mean? It's different. Yeah, man. That's good, dude. Like the I feel like some of my favorite, especially like the music I've been listening to lately, I've listened to a lot of like um I've always go back to Prince. Um Prince's second album is really good. And the reason I like it so much, because he did everything himself, but like it's not hype music so much. And even same thing with me, like I don't know, man. Like I agree with you. Like, like I'm also not like a. I'm not a hype person either. I'm pretty chill. Like I'm young, but I'm also married, and I have a dog in a crib. So like, I also can't relate to like. Yeah. You know, like I, my brand has always been on like different things. So I definitely agree with. That. I think like that connection, um, that connection is really really important, which is why um, I've also be like. On all senses, you can agree with this too. Like being a content creator is hard because, like, with quality and quantity, and I'll let you talk. Um, with quality and quantity, it's hard because, especially in this day and age, it's like, from a creative standpoint, I'm you're a well of creativity. Like you always, your water never runs dry. But then, from like the digesting thing standpoint, is like, do you post every day? Do you post every other day? Do you post once a month? Is like. Am I, am, I, am I posting because I want to post a lot, a lot, or am I posting because I want to be consistent? So what are your thoughts? Like, what's the quantity, quality thing with you? No, I feel, when I saw your thing the other day, I think you had mentioned something about um, if you ain't, like, being consistent with yourself, then, like, uh, what are you doing kind of thing? Like, you're not growing. Yeah. And I I yeah. agree with that to an extent or maybe like i i want to specify what you meant by that but um yeah so like i think consistency in the sense of like if i'm one percent better than yesterday every day that's really all that matters because in like in a hundred days or something it's it's exponential because tomorrow i'll be one percent better than 101 percent and then the next day it'll be 101 or point something you know what i mean so like it's yeah. exponential it's not 300 or 365 days not 100 days it's less than that that you can double yourself if it's one percent every day but anyway mm-hmm. um i don't know it's tough especially with social media because i want to be consistent on social media and i also don't i want to drop things make an impact and dip and like dude who hey man hey <laughs> dude i all right you know what, here's something funny yeah. um i hate social media so much like again like the way my life is set up like i'm a very i'm a very introverted esque person mm-hmm. um and i think when i'm posting on social media you're only seeing that one percent of me you're not seeing the 99 percent of me you're seeing like this one yeah little nip of like my whole life and i'm just like bro i i want to like hit a point and take like a three month break off social media for sure but it's hard because as a creative it's like this is how you semi make a living and blah 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 and then you know some days it's awesome some days i'm like i'm really excited to share this um in the past 
I'll say like, especially with like the dance content, like music wise is like, I may, how I'm feeling like the next year for the next year, I may not drop any songs for like six months. Um, and I find it that with dancing, it's easier to connect two people mm-hmm. as opposed to the, we were talking about this, um, off podcast, but like, it's like, yo, I really want to drill in, I really want to drill into some dance and podcast stuff these next yeah. six months. You know what I mean? Like maybe like with music, music's always going to be a part of me, but Hey, I may not want to share I may not have a song to share for the next six months. I may just have like just build up, do music in the background, and have like dancing and podcasts be the forefront. Like these are the things I, I'm I'm constantly thinking about. Is like, what do people connect better with? Um, and as an artist, are you mature enough to be like, you know, with artist maturity, like, am I mature enough to be like, hey, maybe, maybe I don't have to play guitar for the next six months. Maybe my piano skills are fire, and that's not only what people want to see, but I'm learning that like with being a creative being a creative is like you're like each day is like a new song on your album is like hey maybe people don't connect with song number three but maybe i keep dropping song number seven because seven keeps connecting with people you know what i mean and i'm learning that as like as i'm maturing as an artist is like people people just because you're like childish gambino just because i'm better at writing movies than i am at i don't know building a house doesn't mean that the house is less important it just means that there's an impact there there's yeah there. it's hitting for a reason it's not it's exactly. not like you're just following numbers there's something behind that happening the results mean something yeah the dms mean something too it's like bro i really connect yeah this is the comment something it's like oh people are resonating and maybe i'll let you talk but i feel like when i um as as a dancer first and as a musician second nothing i'm passionate about both at the same level like i was making a song at like 8 8 a.m this morning right but like to me that's the best thing in the world but like people are like yo bro you're an amazing dancer i'm like hey man you just saw i just dropped the fire that song was fire and so how do you deal with like not taking offense to like maybe i am a better dancer or maybe i am a better musician yeah. like some people ask, but how do you take that where like people are like hey bro you know like maybe you're better because you post contents. Like maybe you're a better content creator than you are a guitarist. So how do you take on that? Like, what? Do, how do I connect with you yeah. here? Like, how do I not be offended? But how do I keep drilling in? Like, okay, you know what? Let me just play this guitar. Yeah, it's a it's a mix. It's like a compliment, but also a like a diss. It's it's funny. <laughs> like I've been told. Well, no, it, it is because like if somebody's like. Yo, why are you dropping music? Your dancing's better. But then you're like, okay, thank you for the dancing thing, but why'd you say that about my music? So it's like that kind of compliment is also like maybe a little backhanded, but I don't know. It's like, yeah, you Mm -hmm. should follow what's resonating. And like I said, there's a reason it's doing that. But I, uh, for a bit on TikTok, like I I would post me just talking and stuff, and I still do occasionally, but... um, a lot of people would message me saying like that they liked me talking and like, they'd be like, your music's dope. But like, when you talk, I really like your videos. And I was like, huh, does that mean like I shouldn't do like, should I just talk to the camera all the time? And like, (laughs) so I had like a similar thing, even though talking isn't like, I mean, I guess there's creativity in it depending on what you're talking about or how you're saying it. But, um, I kind of feel you on that. And so with everything artistically i just do it when i want i don't i feel like i feel like the passion behind it will resonate with people if it needs to 
and I just try and do what I want. Because, like, in the end, my goal is to do what I want. So why not start doing it now? You know, like, like if I'm going to grind away at, like, say, say I don't even want to be, like, Drake status, whatever. If it fell upon me, sure, I guess. I don't know. But, like, I'm not trying to be there. That's not what I'm striving for. Like, I just want to I want to live comfortably. I want to make an impact and uh, feed my family type thing. But, dude. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're like striving to be at some place and the way you get there is like breaking yourself, you're going to get there and just keep having to do it. You're going to have to live up to the expectation that you've built for yourself and for the other people that are viewing you. So if I always do what I want, then people are just going to expect me to do what I want and they'll like it because that's what they liked me for from the start. You feel me? It's a bar, bro. <laughs> Baller. And you know, like, that's like, that's kind of like the same mosh I kind of live by is like how I see, how I see like being a creative is kind of like, like you said, dude, like, hey, man, I want to just earn enough money to like make a living for my family and blah, blah, blah. And so something that I strive myself on is like that 1% rule, like you said, is just like, bro, I'm 1% better. And like, you know, like, um, I used to be super analytical, like, oh my gosh, if I get this many streams and I'm good, if I get this many views and I'm good and blah, 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 blah. And then like, you get that many views and that many streams and you're like, it's not even really a Delph because it's like, nice. You know what I mean? Like and by I, the, by the point so you reach, like, say you're like going for your first thousand streams, by the point you reach the thousand streams, you're like, bro, I've been deserving of this. Where's more? <laughs> Dude, it's like, isn't it crazy? And then you'll get like 50,000 streams. It's like, oh, and then you hit a million streams. Like, Worth my yeah. five million, and I love like bro, like gratitude is such a uh, is a stereotypical thing, but like gratitude is so important because like something I realized with posting content is like bro, I was like sixteen year old me would have been souped over way simpler than like I'm just running, I'm just running, I'm exhausted now, man. I'm posting all the time, blah blah blah, and then so like, I realized that gratitude. Gratitude is so important because, like, gratitude is going to push you. Like you said, I don't want to be the next Drake, you know what I mean, or the next 21 Savage, but, like, um, there's something beautiful about, like, can I, can you, can I sell, can I sell out 50 people in my living room? Can I invite 50 people to come to my yeah. living room, bro? If 50 people can appreciate me, then I'm good, you know what I mean? And I think, like, there's a, there's a, um, there's a form of, like, being authentic never goes wrong either. It's like, like you said, like, I do whatever I want, and that's, like, authentic answer too like I, I do whatever i want like i'm not like yeah maybe i'll do this for three hours and maybe i'll go do that for yeah. three hours blah 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 it's like no nah, what i want it's like i think that if you make such a schedule for yourself you kind of kill you you kind of kill your own creativity that way just like if you're making blocks and i'm not saying like a three-hour block i just mute what i do every day as i put out like like i'll come home for work i gotta spend time with the wife or like i gotta walk the dog but like usually after that bro i don't have a block yeah. it's like I'm making things every single day, but it's not like I'm forcing myself to. It's like, bro, I really yeah, yeah. That's what, I was gonna touch on that. That it's not even like I'm withhold, like restraining myself from not doing things because I don't want to. It's usually the only thing I want to do. So like, there's <laughs> it's never been a, a forced thing for me to finish it. And even when I'm like, oh, this mix like has to get done. Like I don't really want to do it. But then if I think about it, I'm like, all I want is for it to sound good and get to people's ears. So then it's like that. Oh, that outweighs the stress of me wanting to go into a mix. 
Man, Did- that's good, dude. And by the way, mixing's trash. I will say that. Like, I mix and master everything, and mixing and mastering is garbage. It's fun, but it's trash at the same time. It's like, oh, I yeah. gotta mix this. I gotta mix this, you know? But yeah, that's that's good, yeah. dude. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you might need a TED Talk or two, bro. No, see, this is what I'm know. talking about. Everyone's like, yo, you gotta talk more. <laughs> But your music is your music also amazing though. I'm not, you know, no, yeah, music no. also fine. I don't, I, you know, if people like me without my music, I don't, I don't really care. Like I said, I'm an artist in all facets, so like, whatever it be, somebody knows me by it's cool. We now, how do you feel about? And then I'll get into the segments. This is my last question, and then I'll get into the segments. But um, how do you feel about? Okay, let's say on Monday, right? It's Monday, like being. Let's say like. What does a modern Childish Gambino look like? An undiscovered Childish Gambino? You're multifaceted. You're trying to do multiple things. How do you think... Do you think that it's possible to... We had a conversation about this some weeks ago, but, like, do you think it's possible to... There's a 19-year-old kid out there, right, right now. This dude can... He can dance. He or she... They can dance. They can sing. They can rap. They can do gymnastics. They can swim. They can yeah. do everything. They can do anything, right? Where do they put the um? Where do they put the car on the track? Where do they like? Where do they? How do they put the car on the track? What do they post on Monday? What do they post on Tuesday? They're good at everything. They can fly a plane. They, you know they, what I mean? And there's so many. There's so many multifaceted creatives. Like there's so many people that are like you have somebody like Chris Brown who can just yeah. do anything. Like you know what I mean? Like you have so many amazing people. Like Nick Kroll from, um, you know Nick Kroll. He's an amazing oh, Is musician, he really? But he's also... I didn't even know that. <laughs> no, not Nick Kroll. I'm sorry, not Nick Kroll. What's my man from... Um, not oh, Nick Kroll, okay. the comedian. What's my... You know, what's his name, dude? Uh, not Nick is it another oh, comedian? Gosh. He's in a really popular band. He's in a popular band. They just lost a band member. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could think of it. It's gonna, it's is gonna it another me, comedian? What's his name? No, but he's hilarious though. He's a he's a musician. I think he's the guitarist for what? Oh my gosh, dude! They're an I don't old know. Band. Dang, it's gonna come at me, bro. Not gonna I was like, damn, gotta, Nick Kroll's in a band. <laughs> Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll is an amazing writer though. But no, not Nick Kroll. Dang, what's his name? Not Big Mouth Nick Kroll. My bad, people. Oh my gosh, not Fallout Boy. What the heck is their name, dude? Oh my god, that's not coming to me, bro. It'll hit, it'll hit me at some point. But um, I was watching something and he did a hot wing. He did one of those hot, yeah, those yeah. hot wing things. The flame and I don't know what hot called, the hot wing show. Hot ones, there it is. What's his name though, bro? We'll take an intermission. Quick intermission. We uh had to figure out this because it's gonna drive me nah, insane. Um, I got all day. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's his name? Dave uh, Roll, bro. Dave, bro. I said Nick Crow. Dave, bro. What is the band uh, he's fighters. in? Oh, my God. My father-in-law loves the Foo Fighters. Hopefully, he's not watching this because that's trash. But listen, Dave, He, I watched his hot ones, and I'm like, bro, he's hilarious. But then I just went down the – like, he's an amazing writer yeah. and musician, but he could be a comedian if he wanted to be. And then you just see – you just see so many times of people like that. So, like, what do you think is like? What does their Monday to Friday look like on social? I think it depends on where your heart's at on the day. 
I really think that that's it. If like, because there's there's times where I'm like, you know, I could be finishing uh, a music video that I started. I could be I do photo and design. That's like my other thing. How you got dance like photo and designs my second child. Yeah, bro. I might need actually need a logo for this. Hit show. me up. I might need a generation G. Yes, sir. Um, okay. Well, go ahead. But so that's like my other thing. But then also like I was modge podge in a dresser the other day with my girlfriend and like I just like mm-hmm. you know, we had a National Geographic magazines and we did from the seventies and we just cut them up and put them all over the the dresser and stuff. Side question though, before you continue, are you oh, guys yes, in love? Sir. Is everything wrong? Bro, listen, as a creative dude, as a woman that supports and loves you, oh I do, I got it. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about these hoes, bro. I'm telling you. That's just my best advice. Don't listen to anybody in their 20s. Don't listen to anybody around our age, bro. If you have a shawty that's holding you down and is a ride or die. No, I feel that 100%. Down, so every young man that, bro. I'm a, I'm a young man, too. But I just talk about young man that, though, bro. There's nothing out here in these streets. No, they are. trash. <laughs> no, I see you going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going to take it. But... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I just no, want to say I... that, bro. Like, I love love, man. I love love, bro. Just, it's hard. Like, as a man, too. Like, listen, if you have somebody that's holding you down. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to see that. Not saying that it is with her, but I'm saying it... with, you know, just like other people. It's like, damn, is this is this really good enough? And it's like, but if I stop it, will it be better? But no, nah, I, I got it good right mm. now. So it's, we're chilling. <laughs> no. If you stop it, I'll tell you this, man. If it's just a thought and not an action, like, if you're going, man, if I stop this, like, what's good? To build with somebody else is so rare. To, like, to build something and hit that, like, point of, like, oh, this person could be the person I'm with forever. That not is it. so rare, bro. Because everybody thinks they're going to be with their person forever. But when you're actually with them and then you're like, oh, wait, hold on. This could actually be for everything. That's when you're like, okay, yeah. let's keep this ball. Yeah, I try to be, on, like... Bro. Really on top of that, we can touch on relationship too. I don't care. I, I... oh yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there because I got segments. Uh, though, don't worry, we're gonna get there. Gonna oh, get... I was saying something about uh doing like oh what we choose how to like Monday to Friday or in the moment whatever it be. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many different things that I'm doing and different ideas that I have. Like last night, I I picked up a dresser for from somebody, and it's like I could either assemble the dresser. I really wanted to mix music, so I was like I could mix some music. My girlfriend wanted, like, me to edit some photo thing. And I was like, I could do that. And I had something else. And it was like, it was like there were so many things I could do, but where's my heart at right now? Because if I if I don't take that mm-hmm. inspiration, because say, like, I was craving the music. And I was like, that's what I should be doing. Because, like, that's what I'm craving. Like, yeah, I got this new dresser and it needs to not sit on my porch. But the moment to want to mix doesn't happen so much and it's much more important to my heart to follow that that craving for music because i think anytime that i assemble the dresser i'm gonna be like i really don't want to be doing this so like that doesn't really if it's on a gloomy day that i'm doing the dresser so be it if it's on a sunny day so be it but like the moment for me to want to do the music was what took over i guess if that answers the question enough Bro, listen, man, we could get on this. I'm about to get the segments, but that makes so much sense because I do the same thing all the time. Like, sometimes when I have an idea, and my my wife knows this, like, sometimes when I have an idea, like, I had an idea last night, but, like, I'm like, 
working on some dance shorty film stuff, but like, how do I make this like 60 seconds, like 60 second dance short films, right? And, um, but I needed to write that idea down, like right then and there, we're in the middle of watching them. I'm like, hold on. She's like, okay, go <laughs> ahead. I was like, okay, I'm back. And nothing else mattered. Except, that's how creativity works. And I think when people are, not to say people are less creative or non-creative. I just think when you really have this, like, this is what I, my driving force, I think people forget with creatives, especially when you take it seriously. It's like, no, the reason I'm working so hard at this and the reason it's an innate ability in me is because eventually I want to make a full-time career out of this. So for me, it's like, I'm working hard to get to there, you know? And I think some, I mean, of course you have like people that like BS their creativity a little bit and only do it when the five, but when you have that bug is like, nah, bro, I'm trying to take care of my family. Like you said, I'm trying to, man, I'm trying to make this my thing. I'm trying to make yeah. this my full-time thing. And I think that's how people get better. And I think that's what eventually people do end up working full-time in it because it's like, bro, you work. Yeah, you got you got have some in. kind of goal you with know? it. You have to. You have to. You can't just put the paint on the wall. All right, bro. Here we go. First segment. Generation, Generation Genius first segment is oh boy. Would You Rather? That's a good one. Yeah, man. All right. These are a little comedic, but Let's um, do it. I think it's fun. We usually, I was going to do the segments first, but we just, hey, man. You just, we ended up conversating, but all right. Real talk. Would you rather have one song play for your whole life, but you can't choose it? Or would you rather have five subpar songs? Subpar, I'm talking about like top 100 pop hits. Five <laughs> subpar songs that you can listen to whenever. Damn. What about art? One, so like one amazing song, like one amazing song, but that's the only song you hear for the rest of your life. Or five yeah. subpar songs you can. I always you want with to. these type. My friends ask, "Would you rather?" Questions every day. I live with three of my friends, and they ask, "Would you rather?" Every day, and it gets intense as hell. Uh -huh. Um, but I always <laughs> have to kind of pick away at it. I I can't do surface level questions. I got to know deeper. So like, can I listen to my own mm -hmm. music? Oh, but your music's not. No, so no, no. But I'm saying like. like are you just talking about other people's music and I can still create my own? Other people's music. Okay. You can still make your own okay. music, though. Yeah, you're good. But, like, on your iPhone, bro, on your iPhone, one masterpiece forever. That's the only song you can listen to. Five subpar pop songs forever. Like, those, those are the five songs. You I'm going five. Yeah. Because there, there's okay. choice in it. Okay. And I think that there's not a lot of choice in life. If I can dictate what I'm listening to, even if it's a limited selection. Hey, man, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'm not even on Capistry. I, I can't listen to one It would become not a masterpiece. No. <laughs> you know how many times I heard Stairway to Heaven? Hey, man, living, living on, on like, yeah, Jersey shit, you know. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. I'll ask this next question. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think is the most overplayed Jersey song, bro? I got a list. Because I used to do, I used to, um, I used to work parties and I used to uh, yeah. work on mitzvahs. And then I also do some weddings, um, Sweet Sixteens. 
And also just living in Jersey, bro. Just living in Jersey. So what do you think the most overplayed songs at Jersey it's, parties are? All right. You know, <laughs> there's probably some that are more overplayed. But, like, the ones that really grind my gears are, like, come on, Eileen type stuff. But, no, nah, that, that's not even Jer- – like, if we're talking Jersey artists, though, I would say, like, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, bro, I know what you're saying. Ready for mine? My – I live in the Midwest now, but I'm sure you can agree with this. Growing up in Jersey – the most overplayed song to me, like the banger for forty year old, forty year old and up, Sweet Caroline is a banger for them, bro. That's their slapper. They love Sweet Caroline. I don't know what Sonics are in that song, but that's a banger. You're that's right. A, you're right. <laughs> Sweet Caroline is Sweet Caroline is the Mamba of like <laughs> of that time, bro. I don't know what. I don't know what's in that song, but as soon as it comes on, it's, hey, I've never seen a more, I've never seen a song that annoyed me more than Sweet Caroline, bro. That's the jump Wait, off. Wait, I want to I touch on. That's the jump off. I just want to say that the Jersey cover band scene is is overwhelming and needs to chill. Bruh, every, everybody's in a cover band. Are you kidding me? Bro. The worst part about those Jersey cover bands is that don't let them get into, like, the hip-hop. Don't let them get into hip-hop, bro. You know how many times I've heard, like, Juicy, like, Juicy from a Jersey cover band? And it's always the bald guy with the bass. It's always the bald guy with the bass, bro. You get it. They are, it's out of hand, though, bro. I think I've probably seen, like, 200, 250 Jersey oh, yeah. cover bands at different events. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No, it That's is. Trauma, like honestly, it, it really, it really has been a thing that I've been bothered by Jersey, and everyone I talk to from Jersey is like, "Yeah, dude." Like, if we're talking music, we all relate on the cover band thing because it's like, why not? I mean, if you're if you take the Beatles, and you want to cover them, first of all, you ain't you're you're not even one in a million. You're like one in fifty million in the U.S. But then within Jersey. You still have so much, like, there's so much competition for that, like, cover band. You're you're not doing anything original times, like, a thousand, because the Beatles are, like, the least original thing you could cover. But, like, they also just do it in a very normal way. Like, if you throw some, like, jazz, if you want to do a jazz Beatles cover, it makes it a little bit tastier. But, like, there's so many, like, rinse and repeat cover bands, and I can't stand it. I used to go to these beach concerts over and like <laughs> with my family and oh, I went to so beach many. concerts with my family and oh. it's like Bruce Springsteen Bon Jovi and Beatle covers all day and it's like I don't want to come here and listen to them going yeah, crazy yeah. don't stop believing going crazy it's 4th of July you know what that, that's another sweet July, Caroline Asbury, Borby, Asbury. Oh, you ever been you've been at 4th of July Asbury Boardwalk and they just start going crazy it's like the fireworks just started. Let's get it. Yep. It's like let's not get it. No more getting <laughs> get nothing. nothing. No. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh, I forgot about Jersey. Cause you know I haven't been in Jersey and um I moved here last March, so I I missed the this is I missed the Jersey summer, but now I'm like, 
But they make Brad they do. Pitt Batman. That's Brad the other Pitt. annoying thing is that everyone yeah. wants them. That's the other gripe I have with it is that I don't like them and everyone wants them. Oh man, that is so bro. They're so trash. Oh my gosh. Now here's one thing I do about being in the Midwest that I do not like is that there's no Wawa's here, bro. And I've been struggling with that Wawa. Oh my. What's your Wawa? Oh my. If I could talk about my love for one specific spot, I will get every piece of merchandise. Wawa, I don't know if you're listening to this, an employee of Wawa, but if you're listening to this, sponsor me. I will drink only Wawa coffee, only Wawa sandwiches for the rest of my life. Oh, God. What, what's your order from Wawa? Oh, God, bro. Listen, man, we're going to go barbecue chicken sandwich, American, nah, barbecue chicken sandwich, cheddar cheese. Extra barbecue, extra bacon, give me that lettuce, sprinkle of salt, sprinkle of pepper. Then I'm going to go over to my drink section. You know what I'm saying? I might might get a Gatorade. Might get a Gatorade, I don't know. But then I'm going to go over to the coffee. 20, 20 ounces. 25% cream, 75% <laughs> coffee because I'm a maniac. Stir it up. You know, you go over to Wawa, you go over there, you go to the register. They're always so pleasant. How are you doing today? How are you doing? Sometimes it's a homie you knew from high That's school. That's so true. Like, I didn't know you worked here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's a homie you know. You never know. They make it up. You give it a little bit of discount if they want to. But, oh, there's a Reese's under there. And it's 25 cents for Reese's. I'm going to get two of those. Boom, you boom, call boom. it a Reese's? Pop, pop, pop. The Reese's. What do, you, what do you call it? Oh, no, nah, man. Hold on. That's a different right. <laughs> but but what do you right. call, like, when they're, they're like, M&M shaped? Oh, I don't know. What I don't. Oh, the uh, Reese's pieces. Reese's, Reese's pieces, <laughs> bro. Reese's. They're pieces. What do you call Reese's them? Reese's pieces. Oh. What is a piece? Nah, what man. is a piece, bro? Dang. What is it on? I think I only said that because uh because of ET. Reese's That's pieces. So funny. That's why I say it, bro. That's a different beat. People have beef with that, bro. You know what I'm saying, Reese's. But there's a lot of things being in the Midwest. I've been here. I say a lot of things. Like I say it from Jersey and like, oh, I wore my Yankees hat the other day. They were like, didn't fly, bro. Did not fly. Especially I wore it again during the oh, series. Man. People were not happy. The red, like these Cincinnati's Reds fans, bro, they were they were on me. But anyway, um, yeah, bro, Wawa. They don't have any here. And I miss Wawa. Yeah. I miss Wawa Wawa's so good. much, bro. I miss Wawa. But what about you? What's your what's right, your go-to I do order the for combo? Wawa? I get the sub and side combo because mm. it's like six thirty nine, and you can't beat that. You can't beat that price. Sometimes I get, oh. sometimes I get I two of them because, you know, that's like that's like a normal price. You know, a uh, happy meal now. Uh, so, so I get a chicken cheese steak with pepper jack cheese. I throw some. It's like hot chili sauce and chipotle aioli. Mm. That sounds something like that, and then and then uh, like throw some spinach on it, lettuce, I tomato. Ooh. I would do onion, but Wawa's onions are the most mid onions I've ever had. That's fair. Their lettuce is kind of mid too. I <laughs> but then I, then I uh, yeah, a little oregano, a little pepper, and that, that's it. And then mashed potatoes on the side. I got to get the mashed potatoes. 
Those mashed potatoes are, bro. I don't know what Wawa puts it like. Their food sometimes they're like they're like you said like some of their stuff, but like their sandwiches, bro. They perfected. Oh, I get I get the wheat bread food. though. I gotta try and be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Come on now, yeah. you gotta be healthy. You gotta get the wheat bread, bro. They perfected like they're just whole. They got Wawa's just got it down like. There's other gas stations like you know there's, they're like, there's, like the Amazon of the gas US. stations. Like there's you know. Bro, they're the app. Wawa's the Amazonic. I'll take a sponsorship. They don't, they too. don't miss. They do not. Miss. Bro, hello, Wawa. What's up? You hear us? All right, bro. Next topic. Um, give me one of the greatest movies of all time. I've got one too, but like, what? What do you think is the greatest movie? I'll hit one, you with my top four right now. Movies of all time. All right, we got Nightmare Before Christmas. We got The Truman Show. Fire. Go watch it. I've never seen the Truman Show. Crazy enough, I gotta watch it. There's a couple of Jim I would, Carrey he's movies. He's like, I, seen I love Jim Carrey a lot. But, yeah. Oh, he's the goat. We got okay. Sorry, Truman Joker Show. with Joaquin Phoenix. That movie's yeah, oh, yeah. 10, I, that is ten out of that's, ten. It's in my top four. Um, and then the Napoleon Dynamite. I have to come out, bro. You gotta have a comedy in there. Ooh. You know movies, yeah. bro. You you know your movies. You gotta get on Letterbox. You ever heard of Letterbox? Uh, I'm on. Le- yeah, Letterbox. I um I went to a I went to a sushi restaurant one day, and the guy there was like, "Hey man, you need to get on Letterbox." And I'm like, "Oh, I do." And um I I made one. And I have not my account my Letterbox account. I know. I'm, I, I like mean to no. post on it or like rate movies. Like I I like itch. I have like a hundred and something watch list going on right now and i'm like i gotta go through 100 movies are you kidding me i'm i'm so ready though dude, i love movies dude. bro i'm a i'm such a big i think at some point i want to direct something i think i want to like direct a couple like that'd be nice originals you know what i'm saying and, you know being a musician you can just do the score for your own movies but i feel like people sleep on like i think jersey as like a movie scene i think jersey has some like, totally untapped do. creative potential with you know what I'm saying? Not just even with movies with creatives, but we're gonna get there. But I just feel like Jersey has such like a being here in Cincinnati and after being in Jersey my whole yeah, life. Yeah, and like people Jersey's don't really hub, think that bro. because There's like hub, like when you hear like no. uh like Halsey's from Jersey and we got like Russ is from Jersey. Yeah. Like there's a lot well, there's yeah. a lot of big Jersey yep. that's just random too that came to my head, but like nobody thinks like nobody thinks mm-hmm. Jersey's on the map. Euphoria, um, there's a, there is a, there is, I don't know her name, but she's from Jersey too. She's yeah. from there's a couple of, like, Jersey's like a, and then you don't, I didn't really know, so I left this. So I'm like, bro, we're kind of in the hub Diners. Food. We're in the hub for creativity. Got, everything here closes at 7 p.m., bro. Are Cincinnati, you for real? I love y'all, but that's trash. Every, bro, bro. That's bad. After 7 p.m., I cannot go to a diner. There's a Waffle House, but I cannot. I need an 11 p.m. diner, bro. There's nothing here. Everything closes down. And I'm in, in the, the city. city they the closed that early. So there's just certain things, bro. 8:39 maybe, but wow. there's no late night diners. There's no 24/7 diners, bro. And I know IHOP is trash, and I know IHOP is trash, and IHOP doesn't have the best food, 
But even the IHOPs here just closed out mad early, bro. But yeah, I miss late night diners. You know what I'm saying? There's just so much like, there's Jersey's its own little Jersey. Jersey is Jersey expensive. is expensive <laughs> as hell, but. Jersey's expensive as hell, but I will say that, dude. Like, it's definitely, and I may be biased because I'm from there, but it definitely is like this unique yeah. hub for creatives. And it just has like this. There's so much untapped. Well, the, the geography so is like Jersey, perfect too. You got mountains from the Appalachian. You got rivers, streams. You got yeah. little valleys in between those mountains. You got the shore with the beach. You have the city right above you. We got plains. We got forests. We're missing desert. That's it. Dude. <laughs> I will say Cincinnati's cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Like, the move for us is definitely, like, more of a, like, yeah. a, let's save some bread move. I think, like, when looking for apartments in Jersey, it was a little bit harder because it was so expensive. But I honestly, bro, like, I don't know what season I'm in now, but at some point I want to, like, tap into Jersey. Like, even if I have to fly back for things, like, I just see, like, well, money makes a little bit more sense. I definitely yeah. see myself, if not ever moving back to Jersey, kind of like tapping into the culture more. I mean, that's where I'm from and that's in my heart, but like I definitely see some things yeah. like I want to tap into Jersey for sure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely want to tap in. But um, yeah, man. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Jim Carrey, GOAT, GOAT. Bruce Almighty's underrated. But one of my favorite movies, um, I said it last week, one of my great, one of the greatest movies of all time to me is... Yo, hold up. I haven't even watched the whole thing. I know, and I'm a movie you head, all four like, I feel like that's just on the list of, like, everybody's seen it, and I ain't seen it. That's the one movie that everybody's seen, because I think there's some, over, there's some overrated movies, you know what I'm saying, without making any directors feel offended. I think there's some overrated movies to me, you know what I mean? Especially, like, um, like... Quentin Tarantino's catalog, because he's in the list of my favorite movies. Like, Tarantino's catalog, bro. Um, I'll say this. I think that Pulp Fiction to me is, like, not overrated, but it's not one of my favorite Tarantino movies. I think, like, Kill Bill Volume 1 is... I haven't seen it. Kill Bill Volume 1 is dumb. Nope, I haven't seen... Django like, Unchained? The only, I'm, I know, I'm la I tell you I'm a movie head, but then I, I haven't seen Tarantino films or... Uh, Whatever, whatever you just mentioned. It's all good, bro. I mean, that doesn't exactly mean you're not a movie head, though, because I'm sure you pay attention to the, um, I'm sure you pay attention to the, um, you know, you pay attention to the things you're supposed to pay attention to in movies, you know. How do you feel about Timothy Chalamet? I mean, I guess he's he's got a jawline. <laughs> That's about my only feelings on him. Also, I feel like it should be. Chamlet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chamlet? I, I hope that's no disrespect to him, but it just looks wrong. That's like Home Depot. Hey, man. Home Depot, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. For my next, seg for my next segment. <laughs> All right. This one, this segment is called... Um, Ridiculous ideas. Feel free to drop a ridiculous idea in there. Um, I have ridiculous ideas in my brain all the time. So tell me if you want to go with this. Okay. Is this a ridiculous idea? This is already a topic, but this is a ridiculous idea to me. Yes. Are flying cars a ridiculous yes. idea to you? Why? So I, um, okay, why? <laughs> adding. Uh, so right now, we have we had 
one-dimensional roads where we would just go one line back and forth. You feel me? Like, and then we started doing like perpendicular roads where you can cross. So then we have kind of 2D. You can go in different directions and then you have like multiple lanes sometimes. And then we, we hit the third dimension yeah. by going up with bridges and over and under with tunnels. So we're already expressing the third dimension mm. in travel without flying cars. The The fuel consumption would be insane. So it wouldn't make sense. The average person, like, how are you going to traffic that many? If everyone had a flying car, we'd be messed up. And we'll buy, okay. But by the time that we had flying cars, we would all have like a, a neural network between each car that they just know how to, you know, communicate to each other. So if it's in the future and we got that communication down with like crazy Bluetooth between cars, it'll happen. It'll be dope. But at the moment, I don't think financially resourcefully, it does not make sense. That's fair, bro. That's fair. And like, you know, they're definitely developing flying cars. And I'm always like, I like there's some some things that are invented. I'm like, cool. Other things, I think we've just advanced so much in technology where we're like kind yeah. of in this stand, we're just like a little bit bored. So it's like, what do we make next? I'm just like flying cars. Like we don't, we just don't need. Like they're just not needed. Like anybody that's putting time and energy and their muscles into creating flying cars, I'm like. There's our resources are already like America's. We're already lacking so many resources, bro. That's just one thing. I'm just like, ah. It's a little ridiculous. It's like, ah. Do we need them? It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just like, hey, man. My biggest thing too is like, space exploration. We can argue that down. Anybody can argue that down. I'm just like, it's necessary, and then it's not necessary. Whatever. But like, we flying got cars in the air. It's just, we got plans, dude. We got plans. And I don't trust, I don't trust enough humans to. I don't trust people to, to walk. Their own cars so, yeah, I don't trust I don't. that either. <laughs> so that would mean everyone would have to get a pilot <laughs> license. And for that, you need like real good vision and like attention and stuff. So I don't think everyone would be, even be able to pass it. And you need like what fifty hours of flying? It's something crazy. Maybe it's a hundred hours of flying. I don't know. Something stupid like that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, here we go, bro. My next thing. Hot take. All right. Tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hot take, and then you can give a hot take. I'm sure you have you have plenty of hot takes. So you're an intelligent human. My hot take is this, right? Is Elon Musk a modern? Is this is I don't know. Here's my hot take, and this is a, I because I think he is in a lot of ways. But do you think Elon Musk is a modern Da Vinci, or do you think that there's a lot of modern Da Vinci's, and Elon Musk is in that bubble, or do you think he's like he's like our top inventor, our top businessman, like the top of the game? Like, is he the top? Because to me, in my brain, especially after reading his book and like just hearing Elon Musk is like, is he like the top, top? Is he the top of this whole for in, inventing and space exploration and Tesla? Like, do you think he's like our like our modern guy right now? 
Because who was before him? Because I don't know who was before Elon Musk in that sense. And then is there anybody that is a younger Elon Musk that is on that same wave? Because I feel like he is definitely at the forefront of at the forefront of not only technology, but like he's like, yeah. kind of like a modern day Da Vinci. Uh, and in the interesting you know thing I mean? is, I'm going to guess, I'm not sure. But I don't, was Da Vinci like popular when he was alive? Mm-hmm. But that like, I don't what's know. interesting that is that Elon know. Musk is like, he's on top regardless of if you like him or not, and if you believe that. But like he he's on top, but he's also like aware that he's on top, which is a crazy thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody true. else is doing it, and if they are, it's not known. And I think I think Steve Jobs was probably the last comparable thing in the past like 20 years yeah that's good and i think i was gonna add to what you were saying is just like with elon musk it's kind of amazing because even like when we were like let's say like when i was 10 right people that were building technology like steve jobs is known steve jobs like you said like before steve jobs i don't think anybody did it like steve jobs but elon musk is definitely cool like he's kind of like a he's a celebrity like he's a, he is. like he's a brand which is kind of cool. You know, he's a brand, and I think that's important. I think what Elon Musk is is important, or who Elon Musk is is important because it's like, it kind of creates like, it creates like an avenue for like, oh, no, like, technology is important. Space exploration is important. Like, these are, these are like important things, you know, building the tunnels he's building and just like electric cars and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know a lot about Elon Musk, but I think that that's like, what he is is very important. Like more, more of that. Like, oh no, like this is a, like a modern Da Vinci blah blah. blah. I don't know Da Vinci. You said Da Vinci. Vinci. I didn't say Da Vinci. Who was it? I said Da Vinci. Okay, yeah. But like he definitely like something as I as I studied him and heard him on podcasts. I'm like, what he like what he is at the root is cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know the politics. Just like his, I don't his care about, inventive you know, mind. Blah blah blah. But like, Yes, and same thing with Kanye. Like, I feel like Kanye is, regardless of the ignorant things he said, regardless of everything else, like, it's amazing how, like, somebody like Kanye, where he is now, is, like, can, yeah. can shift culture in, like, a big way. Like, you know, like, it's it's kind of having that power to be, like, one human is something that always fascinates me. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, Steve Jobs pulled out the iPhone, and then the iPhone was, the iPhone is what it is now, but it's like, are those people chosen, you think? Are they chosen? You know what I mean? Like, are they chosen or do they work that hard to be in that position? Like, was Kanye chosen or mm. was Kanye just not ignored? And same I thing think, with Elon I think Musk, they're just Mark free. Zuckerberg, all of them. You know what I mean? I think whether it be, mm. like, a, a start of being financially free or just, like, intellectually, to have the moment to be able to think up these thoughts and then put them in place, you you have free space in your head. And but you're also like a free being and um yeah i think in a in a creative sense kanye is he is that like in the you know he's the elon musk of creativity even you know beside i i can't touch on the the news but yeah yeah exactly <laughs> All right, bro. What do you think are? Well, hold on. I got to get my hot take. I'm gonna. This is a random thing I thought of. I got one. Oh, go. Oh, yeah. Give me your hot take. My bad, bro. My All bad. right. Being from Jersey, 
pizza's the thing here. Yep. But. Yeah. <laughs> Make some people mad what I got to say, but go ahead and ask me. Make some people We're also tight. right beneath New York, <laughs> which is where you would debate the best pizzas from. I think cauliflower crust pizza is the best crust. Hey, man, I'm not even going to lie to you. I got put on the cauliflower wings. Yeah. They are fire. I would (laughs) arguably eat, ready for this? I would arguably eat chorizo and cauliflower wings over regular chicken. So I'm not even going to debate that because I think that's fire. Have you had cauliflower crust pizza? I think that like, um. Try it. I've had cauliflower crust pizza, but I've had cauliflower wings. It's different. It's like. It's moist. It holds together. Like, dough will always be the best, like, sturdy type of dough. The real stuff. But, dude, the taste, Mm -hmm. the texture, it's got crunch and chew. It's got, I don't know. Uh, You got to just have it. And, like, you get back to me on it whenever you get to it. Bro, I'm going to have to, hold on. I'm going to have cauliflower pizza. Bro, I'm not doing all that. Hold up. I'm not. Hey, man. I will say this, bro, bro. There's not really any good I'm sure. pizza like that in Cincinnati. Like, Cincinnati is not. It's not. I, again, bro, being from Jersey, we're so spoiled with things. But, like, the pizza is just untouchable. Like, Jersey pizza is just like. There's a Jersey Mike's here, which is weird. But the Jersey, the pizza in Jersey is just like. On tap. Different, bro. When I, I'm gonna be back. Um, I'm gonna be there. We could probably link up, but I'm gonna be there. Um, the end of December. I'll be there the end of December, like December. I'll be there for a few days in December, and I'm gonna give my wife the tour mm. because the best bacon, egg, and cheese, Jersey. Best bacon, where you egg, go? and cheese. Wait, where are you Jersey. from originally, though? You know what I'm saying? But I'm from Walmart, so I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, I'm originally from a place called Eatontown, Eatontown, New Jersey. Bro, I'm town in okay. Yeah, that makes it's sense because um, you went to school super- with one of my best friends. You went to Brookdale for a bit with Grendel's Journey, so he's one of my best friends. And I forgot yes, I was always on, like, is he from South come Jersey, on. North Jersey, but no, because you went to Brookdale. So I'm Middletown. Yeah, bro, he's from. Um, where is yeah, he? I'm he's from, from Atlantic um, Highlands. Atlantic Highlands, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, you're from the Atlantic Highlands too. Yeah, dude, me and him. Um, it was weird. Like I only showed up for like a few classes. <laughs> But um, me and him connected, like, bro, and we've been we've been connected ever since, bro. He was a fan of the music early, but then, like, yeah, bro. Um, he yeah. told me Atlantic Highlands. This was nah, years put, ago. He put I me on to you though, like, completely. Ago, I did not find you without him. He was like, yo, I went to, I'm going to school with this guy. Check out Jones nice. the Great, and then here we are, bro. And that's when the music was not as good as it is now, bro. Not that it was bad then. That was like 2017, 2018. Not that it's bad now. I mean, not that it was bad there, but like different. I was a different human, bro. A different human. And then he's like, yeah, bro, I made remixes. And then he had shown me his mixes. And I was like, oh. And again, I say this again, bro. Um, I mean, Brookdale's like an okay community college. Like blah, blah, blah. And college is a different debate. But I will say that like Jersey's, bro. The scene, especially like the music scene, bro. People are in their bedrooms in Jersey. Bro. I got Masterpiece coming out in January. Yes. I, I'm usually... usually Usually been humble about everything I create. I ain't being humble about this one. It's too good. 
Hello, bro. Hey, man. Let's go. Don't be humble. It's all good. You don't got to be humble. It's 2023, bro. You lived through the pandemic. What's there to be humble? I don't got to be J. Cole these it's days. It's fire. It's fire, fire. You don't got to be J. Cole these days, bro. You're going to go platinum without a feature. It's, it's done. It's done with. But, bro, even on Jersey Club music, like, I think Jersey Club is just so... I think what I miss about Jersey, too, and, like, the people there... And I'm super aggressive, like we all are, but, like, I'll say this, that, like... Maybe the aggression isn't always the best, but um, the grit of the music, like, the grit of, like, the scene is just, like... Like, how you get, like, those drums in Jersey Club and just, like, people like Lauren Hill. Yeah. Like, that, like, grit is just, like, untouchable, bro. It's just... Jersey's kind of dirty, too. Like, a lot of it's so yeah. dirty... But it's so like, ah, ah, it's like suburb, but it's like kind it's of the city, but it's not, it's weird, bro. It's a weird, yeah, bro. But yeah, man, great talking to you, bro. We went for an hour. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't Is that all right? It, bro. I feel like we just started. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, it's fine, dude. My last question to you before we go is, essentials. what are your five creative essentials, you think? Like five so like, you can't live all right, if I were to say like making music, like is that an essential? Or are you saying like a physical item? Physical item. All There's right, water. Hundred percent. Water. Water is very, very, very important. Um, my hard drive. Hello. A guitar. Come on, people, get your hard drives together, please. What is that? Three, four. Hello. Uh, a microphone. I just, I, I just, so Wait, what mic do you funny. use, bro? I, I just use you. um, the Focusrite bundle package mic. Yeah, as long as you listen, as long as really? you mix it right, that's all that matters, dude. Oh, okay. For y'all listening, bro, listen. This man used the focus. You wouldn't even know. Like, listen to Clutch Cabin's music. You yeah, bro. I, I used bro. to. So, hold on. Real quick. Um, oh, shoot. For recording, that is amazing, since these are closed back, I use the bundle of headphones. But for mixing, I have open backs because that's better for mixing. But, um, and I don't know. I, ha I had bro. the first generation mic that I was bro. using for years. And then last year, I bought, like, around this time, I bought this. Um, the, the newer, like, upgraded interface with the headphones and mic. But, like, it's really not the craziest mic. I dropped, like, I think I dropped, I dropped, like, 700 on a mic. It might have been almost 1,000 on a mic, like, a year ago before I bought this package. Because I was like, oh, I just got to have the best voice. I got to have, like, the, the clearest thing. And so, like, I got this yeah, real nice mic. And I had it for, like, eight hours. I was like, I don't want it. Bro, you want to hear something crazy? You ready for this? So, my first mic I got was the AT2020. It was like 80 bucks. It was on sale at Guitar Center. The only interfaces I've been using for all of my work has been the Focusrite Solo. This yeah. is my third one. I just This is the newest one I just got. But the Focusrite yeah. interface, preamps are stupid. Um, I had an M-Audio interface. I didn't like it. But check this out. So, the mic I'm using now is yeah. the MV7X. It's Shore's newest thing. This mic costs 160 I just bought this maybe yeah. two weeks ago. It was like 165 right? And I have the SM7B. I bought it. I had it twice my whole life. And I bought it. And it was $400. And like $400, you know, is kind of expensive. Not like super expensive, but it's not expensive, yeah. right? And so I ended up getting rid of it because I'm like, I don't know if I even was this. I used it for a year. And I'm like, 
personally, I, maybe I'll get another one one day. But like personally, I was like, do I really even like this mic? Like, am I sold on this mic for like, you know what I mean? And I really wasn't sold on it because of the price. You know what I'm saying? With the with the cloud filter, it was like 500. I'm like, bro, I just dropped half a thousand. You know, let me just see what I can get out of downgrading. So I downgraded that. I ended up getting NC1A, which is cool again, but you know, whatever. Then I got rid of that. And then I'm on this mic now. Do not love this mic. And purely because I'm just like, I don't, I just don't believe that no. the price of the mic. No, really if you, I think if you're really out like of how you mix and master, bro, but like, if you're out of the five below type mics, you're fine. No, but I'm listening. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, like, don't, like, 60 bucks and up, like, you can really do, like, you know, it's fun to show people, like, bro, like, I promise you, you get that little, you get a setup, you get an interface, like you said, you get a little mic, $100 or less, done. Or like you said, yo, you get a five below mic, you tune that bad boy, right? I don't know about the five below. Or just do what you, do what you Yeah, no, I think that there's a, (laughs) there's something to be said for that, like, because I've put in the time to learn how to, like, mix my own music and stuff, and now I've finally gotten to a point where I feel like I know what my voice should sound like. I know how the instruments I want to sound like. I got it all crafted to me now. And I feel like I'm building this sound that is completely unique to me. And like the the thing about the other mic, it wasn't that it was a bad mic. It just didn't feel me. And like, if I don't feel like me on the mic, I don't want it. So like, I think anybody should just pick the mic that they like their voice the most, not what is the best mic. It's all subjective. Agreed. It's awesome, bro. It's all subjective, bro. Like, there's sometimes, man, especially with like, you know, you're supposed to have a, a sound booth and all the other things. My bro, I've never, I've never recorded, I've never even been in a recording studio in my life, bro. I've never been in a recording studio ever. I've always done everything like purely yeah. in the bedroom, you know? And I think it's good, you, like you said, to cultivate your own sound when you're like, when you, if you worry about your microphone and the hell's just going to come out, the end product is what matters, bro. Um, a mixer, I was watching a, a interview a long time ago, I think it was Young Thug's mixer, and he was just saying, or audio engineer, I should say, and he was just basically saying, at the end of the day, no matter how many plugins you throw on it, or how many you don't, if it sounds good, yeah. it sounds good. That's it. That's the only sauce. Like, if it sounds good, it sounds good. That, like, that's ooh, it. If it sounds good to you. Ooh. Like, and then we'll listen. That's it. Don't worry about, hey, man, is the compression too much? Because then you're going to start, then you'll never th- drop the song. Just, like, post it, man. Edit, post, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Yeah. That's it. Rinse, repeat. Yes, My sir. man, thank you so much, bro. I definitely cannot wait to put this out there. I'm going to have to do a lot of clips, you know what I'm saying? But, bro, anything to say to the people, let them know. Your socials, let them know your socials. I'm gonna post some of the clips anyway, but like, let them know your socials and like, let them know what I'm you're excited, excited about. about. Well, my so everything is Clutch Cabin. I got lucky with that. There's nobody ever used the username Clutch Cabin, so I don't have to add like a a dot or a zero or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's my socials. But I'm excited for life, dude. I'm excited for this album. Um, I got three more songs to finish up. I'm gonna work on it right after I talk with you, and then. Uh, I'm excited for life with my girl. Uh, I'm excited to travel. Hello. I don't know. Just live life and uh, do art. <laughs> That's all I do. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, man, before you go. 
we could talk longer, but um, my question to you is, do you think that, all right, let's say for you right now, right, you know where you want to be at, but I'm a fan, you have people that are fans, do you believe in the debut what? album anymore, or do you believe in, like, just put out the album? Like, you know, I think some people put attention on, like, the debut album, like, let me wait till I'm signed to a label, let me wait till I have a million if fans. You, what do like, you literally, just, an album before that? if you feel like you should do something, you probably should. Or if you feel like you want to do something, don't know, yeah. Mm. But um, like I stand, I could do the singles. I I've already put out an album when I was like eighteen, and it was completely recorded on Audacity. So my debut album mm. is already out the window. I thought about deleting that and then being like, "This is my debut album," because then it, then. But really, yeah, like, I, I, I did too, delete my old music too. for like three months, and then I put it right back up because I was like, you know what? It was always intended to be, like, my story, my growth, and um, just, like, journal entries over the years. That's what it is. And so I was like, you know, it's important for me to leave that for myself, but also to inspire people that, like, I came from using a sock over a mic, like, while whispering at 2 a.m. To, to it while my mom's down the hallway, like, so she doesn't hear me on Audacity. Like, you just press record on Audacity. There's not much you can do with it. Um but I think that if you stand behind something, that's what you should do. Because I thought that I should maybe, I got 10 songs for this album. And like, I could do almost a year worth if I posted monthly a new song. But then it's like, I don't really feel like that's a body of work I can stand behind personally. For this specific album, it belongs together. So I'm like, I, I would promote it better. I'd feel more passionate about it. There's more love and intention behind it if I make it a project. So that's like, what I'm doing with it. So if you feel like you should make an album, you should. I feel like, like, like I said earlier, it's just like, wherever your heart's at, that's where I try to be. You know? That is advice I needed, bro, because I've been desiring, like, I've been craving to, like, dropping, like, a body of work, and then just, like, you know, and I think, I've done the song a week. I did the song a week for like a year. I've got 52 songs in a year. I've done all that. I've done the singles like you've done. And I'm like, due to me, like being a creative and having, like you said, like other things, I feel like I'm like, hey, man, I kind of want to drop. That's like advice I need. I'm like, hey, I kind of want to drop a body of work, see what it does, wait three months. And then, oh, I could drop an album. But hey, by the way, I could go dance over here, go do some other dance stuff. Or I could, you know, the podcast is going to be consistent. So I feel like... I'm always like thinking like a content creator as well. So it's like hard sometimes when you yeah. you want to drop the album, but it's like, okay, I dropped the album. Yeah. Now what? It's done. It's out. What do I do now? You know what I mean? And I think like it's like filling in the spaces after that. But then it's like cool because like maybe, hey, I may just want to drop that on this. Yeah. Be my only album for the year and then go do some other things, you know? And then it's weird because you think about things like I won't be able to tour off this album. This is my debut album, like you said. So there's a lot. You of play things, live. I think it's easier, like you said. Just put it. Have out. you played live? Say it again, bro. I've been working on. Um, I've been thinking about like, I don't know what a live show even look like for me. Like I really want to do more live. I want to do more live things. Um, there's an artist called Russell. I don't know if you know who Russell is, but um, I'll send you some yeah. of his things. He does concerts in, like, his own backyard, which is cool. Or, like, living room style things. I'm really kind of, like, craving doing some, like, some live stuff. You know, maybe inviting people. Pay what you want to come. You know, like, that business model. I haven't done a live show yet, yeah. but I don't even know what a live show would look like. 
for me. You know what I mean? Would I be dancing at it? Would I be rapping at it? Like, I don't even know what it would be. I mean, I've been trying to figure that out. It's like, what would a live show even be? Like, what songs are people saying? It's a weird, you know, it's a weird, uh... Hey, that, yeah. we need that. I'm a weird, bro. I'm a weird No, I, I feel like live shows, man. for me, like, <laughs> I haven't played one since COVID. I was, I was doing live shows kind of frequently. Like, mm. I went on a little tour in 2019. 2018, I played a festival. And then, like, right after that, it kind of stopped. Um, but I haven't played a show since. And I kind of, like, there's pieces of it I miss. There's, like, a rush you get from playing. But I also just, like, really enjoy the recording and writing process so much of music that, like, that's where my real, like, satisfaction comes out. It's a different type of, like, energy to be performing than to be recording. And I liked it. <clears throat> I had one show that I really loved that I played, and it was in, like, the town right next to my, in Highlands, in my, like, kind of my hometown. And uh, I had it packed out. I had my family members there. I had my friends there. I had randoms there. That's the, That thing was packed out. And that's when it felt the Jeez. best because people were there to listen to me. But so many venues that you'll play, if it's a venue, like if you don't have people coming for you and you're just, oh, I booked this venue to play for the patrons of this bar, then you're kind of just like playing to nobody because they don't even want to hear you. They're just there having a beer. Like, they don't really – they're not looking forward to Clutch oh. Cabin. They're not looking forward to Jones. Like, I want people – no. You just said something important, bro, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I got excited when you said that. Like, I'm realizing this, right, is like, okay, like you said, that your album drops, you know that you can get your family and friends and maybe some other people in a room, and I feel like – Something I'm learning too, and this is a little bit of sauce I'm learning, is just like, bro, like, a thousand people, selling out a thousand people will come, but like, that consistency and building those rooms is so important, but like, building, like, authenticity with like, yo, how are you gonna, how, how can, like, how can Lord Above, anybody, you know, whatever, like, um, how can, um, you get blessed with, a million fans if you can't even handle 50 like you 50 people coming like ah. yeah. but yo if it's your families and friends and they're rocking your songs that's first of all that's content number one that's content like to start there but two it's like bro no bro like you can't i was just like you can't be blessed with more if you don't you know less is you're like oh less like i want a million fans like bro you're not just gonna get a million fans so you saying that you packed that out that's like that's what excites me i'm like bro yeah no but like the real thing that was that was that mattered like i was saying it's just like those people are there for me and like if if they're not i don't want to be playing to them i don't want to itch at people's like attention span i want them to want to want to hear more from me because like i don't make it for people so when people do resonate like it's important to me because then it's like, okay, we're having a connection. We're having a communication where you listen and I speak. And then after you cheer and I listen to your like reaction to my music, but having that exchange is super important. And I think that like, you know, all these artists that are kind of bigger doing well, doing shows, they're all like, Oh, I live for performing. And that's like, it would be something if I had more of a demand that happened frequently and, like, people have asked me to play shows, whatever, but I just, like, haven't felt good in the music that I had out 
on top of just not wanting to pitch myself to people at a bar. I want people to be there for me. You know? Yeah. Bar shows are overrated, bro. I'm sorry, I'll say it. Bar shows are overrated. You're not connecting. It's like, bro, like, there's something, too, about, like, making music. And, again, going back to the hype thing, there's something about making music that resonates with people. And even if it's five people, like, you have the power to change their lives. And, like, bro, you never know what... You just never know what people are going yeah. through. And, like, that show could save their life, too. Even if it's 20 people, like, yo, these, yeah. 20 people came, these 20 people came to see me, bro. This classroom full of people came to see me. Yeah, so I'd rather play my... I like intimate like, settings, and I like when people, like, are listening. That's important. Because that, that's that's where I put my importance, is my art. So if you're mm-hmm. not listening to it, get the hell out. <laughs> yeah. Peace. All right, bro, I'm not going to take yeah. up any more of your time, dude. We might Let do me know, I'll two, do it. Though, bro. This is fire. This is fire, dude. I feel like... I, yeah, really. I, I thought we were on FaceTime. I forgot this was a, I forgot this was a podcast. My bad. But bro, thank you so yeah. much. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you um that Russell dude. Word. I'm gonna send you some of his stuff. You could. There's probably some takeaways you yeah, can 100%. take from him. He makes hip hop, but I'm sure there's some. You know, my guy, Peace. Generation Genius. It's episode forty-one. Peace. Shit. Bye, bye,